Hi guys, welcome back to the healing series with Amira. I have to apologize for the super long hiatus. There's been a lot of life going on, but I'm so glad to welcome you to season three. I'm extremely excited to be back here sharing the revelations that I get from the Holy Spirit. And I look forward to an incredible season ahead. I'm going to be talking about healing today. And when I was pondering on this message, I thought to myself, what exactly does healing mean? And so I looked it up, you know, in terms of the dictionary definition. And it basically says it's the process of being well or healthy again. And that was quite telling for me because when I got the name for the podcast, The Healing Series, I didn't realize that, you know, it's not just a series in the sense of multiple episodes of a podcast, but in terms of multiple stages to the process of healing. So seeing the dictionary definition being that, you know, healing is the process of being well or healthy again, lets me know that healing isn't a one-off thing. It's not something that happens in one go. There are several stages and it takes a while to get to the level of being whole again. In speaking about being whole again, that's the biblical definition of healing. However, the revelation I've received over the years regarding healing is that healing is actually the act of surrendering all of your wounds to God. It's the surrendering of all of your pain to his lordship and understanding that your ministry lies in turning that pain into purpose. It's actually so easy to turn wounds into channels for bitterness, but what I've learned is that the devil uses that to hold you back from fulfilling your purpose. He uses that to derail you and leave you vulnerable to spiritual attacks. So if you feel like, you know, you've just experienced something that's offended you and you hold on to that and refuse to let yourself forgive and heal, what you're actually doing is leaving yourself open to spiritual attacks. So if you're experiencing any of those things, you know, this might be a good place to start reflecting on and trying to remedy through the help of the Holy Spirit. You know, doing my research on this, I came across the story of Joseph. And the reality of it is that Joseph would never have become the Joseph that we know today if he hadn't turned his pain into purpose. Had he let bitterness consume his heart and pursued vengeance, the devil would have used his offense to block his destiny. When he saw that he didn't get Joseph in the area of offense, he came through the area of lust and temptation through Potiphar's wife. I'm pretty sure we all know the story of Joseph, so I won't go into too much detail. But what I've also learned in my season of healing is that the temptations are always greater. When there is an anointing over your life, you become even more attractive to devourers. This is why discernment and a steadfast commitment to God and his word over your life is so key. Joseph knew what lay ahead of him was greater than the crumbs that being Potiphar's wife's, for lack of a better term, toy boy, would avail him. Those dreams of his brothers bowing to him would have remained just that, a dream. His experience of false allegations and unjust punishment as a result gives us an insight into the redemptive price our Savior Jesus Christ would pay for us to never hunger or thirst again. Joseph's forgiveness of his brothers when he saw their repentance saved them from hunger, suffering, and despair at a time of severe famine. The mourning of their father came to an end when they were reconciled. Just as Christ's crucifixion 
facilitated repentance and reconciliation that led us into having a seat at his table and even a permanent home with him. You know, there are certain wounds that are designed to propel us into a full reliance on God. Certain wounds that birth an encounter with the Lord that forces you to drop all of your coping mechanisms. Your man-made protection and all the walls you've built to protect yourself fails you and you come to the full realization that all you truly have is Jesus Christ. And, you know, if you've been listening to the healing series, you'll notice that this is a recurrent theme for me. I'm constantly reaffirming the fact that Jesus Christ and knowing him breaks down all of the defenses that you create for yourself because that ultimately fails you. So you're forced to realize that he's all you have to rely on. So as far back as the Old Testament, we already see the foundation of betrayal, pains, wounds being used to propel purpose. We see the patterns of betrayal, false accusations, and wounds ultimately being used for good. And this is the life cycle of the Christian. The devil wants to use the shame that comes from these things to silence you, but God allows it to give you a voice, specifically his own voice. It's a rather shocking experience for me because, you know, just like Joseph, I've also had my share of, uh, should I say, shocking betrayals, not only from friends, but also family. So I've also experienced false accusations. I've experienced a painful period of separation from everyone and everything I trusted, loved, and was also sure of. It was in this deep wound that the healing series was birthed. It was in this experience that my pain was turned into purpose. I remember hearing from the Lord roughly three and a half or four months after this life-altering ordeal while I was on a flight to Paris. He said, as soon as you return from this holiday, start a podcast, call it The Healing Series. And I remember just sitting there and thinking, uh, absolutely not. I was resisting it literally with everything in me. I said, Lord, how can I come out and tell people about healing when I myself have not healed? And he said, you will heal as you are doing it. I struggled to begin because a part of me felt I wasn't worthy. And then I was reminded of all the men and women that he had used, who by the standards of men were not worthy. They had been labeled by the world and canceled. He began to show me who he says I am versus everything that the devil had whispered to me over that harrowing experience, because essentially that experience had propelled a major identity crisis. What I didn't even realize prior to it was that I had placed so much importance to family that I had even put God on the back burner. I was so consumed with being good to them and for them, I didn't realize I was being far from godly. This was where my transition of being somewhat self-reliant switched to being fully dependent on God. And this was where the very first episode of the Healing Series podcast began. Today, I just want to remind you guys of exactly who it is that God says that you are. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, he says, I'm a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen generation. It says you are God's special possession. And it says that you are now basking in his wonderful light. So he pulls you out of darkness into his wonderful light. God says that I am his righteousness. He says I am his saint. He says he knew me before he knitted me in my mother's womb. He also refers to me as his heir. So essentially, what I get from that is that I suffer with him, and so I may also be glorified with him. I'm a new creature in Christ. And this is in 2 Corinthians 5.17. 
So then, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. What is old has passed away. Look, what is new has come. I have become the righteousness of God in Christ. Again in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. God made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. These passages cleared any room for doubt in terms of identity, but in all of this identity defining, I discovered the deep, pure, and undiluted love in him that I still desperately searched for in all of my relationships with family and friends. What I also realized is that as women, it's so easy to fall into traps and relationships we have no business being in, all because of our desire to be loved and looked after. At some point, I was so angry with God because prior to my ordeal, I was already fighting for my sanity in the area of business, in the area of marriage, in the area of motherhood. I struggled to be mentally and emotionally stable for my children. I struggled to even show up and just be Amira. I had to ask him where he was in all of this. And then he reminded me of the fact that it was his strength carrying me all through this time. He showed me revelations of all the things he had protected my children and I from. I was humbled and my mindset immediately shifted to that of gratitude and thanksgiving. I learned to be enough in him alone. Had that betrayal not happened, I'd have no reason to share my experience. I'd have no reason to be seated here with you today. The Lord is your friend, he is your father, and he will never leave you or forsake you. As a follower and a representative of Christ, I have a responsibility to share the goodness of God in my life, to let you know that these feelings are valid and simply because you know you are called into the Christian faith, it doesn't mean that your human feelings die away. It's okay to feel all of these things that you feel, but what is more important is for you to lean in to having a deeper relationship with Christ and understanding why it is he has let you go through all of these things. To open your eyes into understanding what the purpose of the pain was for and what he wants to equip you with in order to bring about his purpose and destiny for your life. So over the last two seasons of doing the Healing Series podcast, what I've realized is that the battles actually intensify. And I guess at the beginning, I felt like, oh, look, I'm obeying. So all my problems are gonna go away. I'm serving the Lord in the way that he's told me to. But what I went on to learn is that the anointing becomes even more attractive for devourers and you're forced to build up yourself even deeper in his word, build up your spirituality, because the attacks do become greater and that's not enough reason to deter you from being fully committed to being obedient. Because just as the attacks get stronger, the blessings, the deliverance, the upliftment also intensifies. 